0: And we're rolling. Good morning, everyone. It is October 15th. We're halfway through the month of October. It's just this year's flying by. Um, today's a little different in terms of how I'm recording this. So, this is episode 217 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm also recording this on Instagram Live right now. So, um, hello to everybody who's watching on Instagram. If you have any questions, feel free to type them in the comments and I will get to them when I wrap up the episode. This is going to be a short episode and today's topic is sleeping through the night. Hey there. Welcome to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I've recently done an episode on morning routines and evening routines and different items, action items that I do because I have a very strict regimen in terms of making sure that I wind down at night and making sure that I get myself ready for the day. Um, But what I probably, I can't remember if I told you guys or not, is that I do have trouble sleeping through the night or I did. I did. Maybe that's a thing of the past. I'm really hoping that's a thing of the past. But I guess one of the reasons I have such a strict regimen is because my brain has a hard time turning off at night. I know a lot of you can relate to this. So how do we fix that? How do we wind down enough so that we can actually sleep through the night, fall asleep and not wake up in the middle of the night? Or if we wake up in the middle of the night, how can we go right back to sleep? Now, let me put a full disclosure here. I'm not a sleep therapist, I'm not your doctor, but these are action steps that have worked for me and I'm telling you miraculously it feels like. I have felt like a new human in the last two weeks since I started making these couple of changes. And I did start going to a cognitive behavioral therapist because I th- I thought, you know, I'm doing all the things. And how many times has a client looked at me in a nutrition or a training session and been like, I feel like I'm doing all the things, what am I missing? So I sat in that office and I was like, here's the 87 things I'm doing. Why am I not sleeping through the night? Why? Like, there's no reason for it. I do all the right things. Right. And there were three really simple steps. And it's funny. I told my mom, these three simple steps the other day. And she was like, you're sleeping through the night. Tell me, I need to know, like, what are you doing? Cause I feel like I take after my mother where our brains are just going 90 to nothing all the time. And, uh, you know, the second we relax, we get creative when we want to go do something else. And so it's not very helpful when you know that you need to get a full night of sleep. So without further delay, here are the three changes that I made to my sleep regimen that have almost instantly helped me sleep through the night. I'm telling you guys, it used to be five or six nights a week. I was spending hours trying to fall asleep and then I would wake up in the middle of the night and it would take an hour or two to, to go back to sleep. I have slept through the night five or six nights a week since I made these three changes. So, and and well, I guess also it will help if you go back and listen to my sleep regimen because it could be that because I have these other things in place, these three changes made a big difference for me. All right, change number one. Y'all know I like to read. I like to go home and read something totally non-work related at night. So, step number one that my therapist told me was, the only two things that should be happening in bed are sleep and intimacy. If there's anything else that's happening in bed, AKA reading, you need to move it somewhere else. I don't care where it happens. It needs to not happen in bed. So I used to get in bed at eight 30 or nine o'clock and read for an hour or an hour and a half to try to wind down. But then I didn't realize that was conditioning my brain to think that bed was a place where I read, not bed is a place where I fall asleep. So, Change number one, I took my reading to the couch. So like, right, simple change, which actually is really weird. The first couple of nights I sat on the couch and I was reading and I was like, I'm kind of bored. I guess I should go to bed, but I don't know. I'm supposed to read, but I'm not supposed to do it in bed. I guess I'll sit here and read. Very strange. So that was change number one. I took my reading on my Kindle app to the couch. Change number two, it was very common for Drew, my husband, and I to have conversations in bed. I would be reading in bed, he would come in the room and you know, part of our winding down, be discussing discussion of whatever topic we needed to talk about. And again, this comes back to the only things that should be happening in bed are sleep and intimacy. And so to have a discussion in bed again is conditioning our brain to do something other than sleep or intimacy in bed. So, As soon as I left that appointment, I texted Drew and said, hey, we can no longer have conversations in bed. We need to have them in the living room, in the kitchen, somewhere else. So that was change number two is we have no more discussions in bed other than, hey, what time did you set your alarm for? Good night, love you, whatever. You know, that kind of jazz. Uh, Pillow talk, I suppose you would call it. Um, So that was number two. Change number three, have a consistent bedtime. I was consistently... I thought I was being very consistent, but I was getting in bed at 8.30 or 9.00. I was reading, and then I was aiming to turn the lights off and go to sleep when I got tired, which was typically between 9.30 and 10.00. So now I sit on the couch or I do something in the house until like 9.55, and then I start, I go to the bathroom, and then I go to bed. Like 10 o'clock is my bedtime, so now even if I'm tired before 10, I am making myself do something around the house, usually it's sitting on the couch and reading, until 10 o'clock. If my husband wants to go to bed earlier, that's fine. He can do whatever he needs to do. I'm not going to bed until 10, so I have to have a consistent bedtime. My wake-up time may change depending on the day and what time I need to get to work, but I should ideally have a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake-up time. Y'all, I did not think, I really did not think that these three tiny changes we're going to make such a massive difference. But I was kind of at the place where I was like, "You know what? I'm good at following instructions. What I'm currently doing is not working. Yes, I'm relaxing, I'm winding down, but it's not helping me sleep through the night." Lo and behold, I've been sleeping through the night. I've been going to bed, it's been taking me 20 to 30 minutes to fall asleep. And then I I'm waking I'm waking up after like 7 or 8 hours of sleep. Sometimes it's when my alarm goes off, sometimes it's not, and I have felt like a new human. My co workers have told me the same, which makes me wonder geez, <laughs> how did y'all feel about me before I was getting a full night of sleep consistently? Um, don't answer that. <laughs> so uh, it's been really quite wonderful. I'm a little hesitant, like, oh my God, is it really going to work for long term? You know, it's only been two weeks, but I'm really excited. So I'm hoping that. If maybe you're doing a lot of the same things that I was doing before and you're looking for like, I'm doing all the things, but what's not helping, maybe if you try to implement some of these changes for yourself, it will help. I will say I ordered some blue light blocking glasses off of Amazon. Do they work? Do they not? I don't know. I've been wearing them. I bought two for 15 bucks off of Amazon, whether it's placebo effect or not. I don't know, but I'm wearing them at night while I'm reading or while I'm watching TV and it's just I don't know. Now it's kind of become part of the part of the routine. So that's another change I've made. She did. My therapist did tell me not to do relaxation methods while in bed. So no deep breathing exercises. Don't use the massage feature on your bed. Haven't quite listened to her on that one, but I'm still sleeping through the night. So if you're using a massage feature and that's keeping you awake, maybe try to not use it do whatever works for you, right? Like I'm just telling you what's working for me. I'm sharing that with you guys. So, but um, let me know what you think about this. Are there things that you've been doing in your routine that you've noticed drastically help or don't? I'm curious to know what helps you sleep through the night. That's really all I've changed. I would say I'm still taking my soul CBD um, dream capsules about an hour and a half to two hours before bed just to kind of help wind things down. But that's, um, sometimes I take some ASEA redox signaling molecules, but that's about it. I feel like, I, again, I feel like a whole new human, so my, I feel like I don't have that brain fog anymore. Like, I feel like my head is airy. In a weird way, like it just feels lighter. My head feels lighter. I don't know. So I'm excited. I wanted to share that with you. I've been sharing it with all of my clients. I feel like it's a game changer. So if a couple of these small changes work for you, let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts. So that being said, um, if you guys want to be notified every time new episodes of this podcast come out, shoot this number, a text, shoot the word podcast to this number, uh, 833-432-2161, and I will send you a text message every time I publish a new episode so that you know about it. So, And then if you also have uh, questions or topic requests for this podcast episode, whether it's fitness-related, nutrition-related, overall health and lifestyle-related Disney travel related, that's fine too. Just saying, Um, go ahead and shoot that number a text. So text the word podcast to that number, and then you can text other questions and thoughts to that number too. It is me on the other end responding. So that's all I have for today. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. It is a beautiful Saturday morning here in Shreveport, Louisiana. So I'm looking forward to uh, chatting with some nutrition clients and then, I don't know, maybe doing some shopping. We'll see. Okay. Love you guys. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I love that you set aside a few minutes to focus on you today. If you could take one moment to share this episode with someone you know would benefit from today's message, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be incredibly grateful. Now, if you want more, head to the link in our show description to join our email list and receive weekly fitness and nutrition tips, tricks and thoughts to empower your day. Until next time, be empowered to take that next step on your fitness journey. Bye for now.